Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of Generac Holdings Inc, ticker symbol GNRC. So we're looking at Generac today both as a subscriber request and because this is one of the top businesses that has been most purchased by value investors over the last quarter. Generac is currently trading for $129.91 per share. Over the last year, their stock price is down 50%. Over the last five years, however, this is a completely different story for Generac. Even though the company has come down massively from their all-time highs that they hit in October of 2021, the company is still compounding at a rate of 22.5% over this time frame. It is somewhat interesting that this business did so well post the COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns. Generac, when it was at its highs, was trading for multiples that were really reserved just for other darling stocks. It traded at similar multiples to electric vehicle companies and even technology businesses. That's a little strange for a generator company that's over 60 years old, but it happened nonetheless. Over the last 10 years, Generac is compounding its stock price at 13.5% annually. And dating back to when the business was publicly listed over 13 years ago, Generac is compounding its stock price at about 19% annually. And again, this is even after the business is down more than $300 from their all-time highs. Generac is currently trading more than $200 below their 52-week high. They're about $40 above their 52-week low. Right now, they have a decent amount of short interest around the business. About 11% of their shares outstanding are currently sold short. And Generac has an $8.3 billion market cap. So for additional background about the business, Generac Power Systems designs and manufactures power generation equipment serving residential, commercial, and industrial markets. It offers standby generators, portable generators, lighting, outdoor power equipment, and a suite of clean energy products. Sales generated in the United States account for the majority of their total sales. Generac distributes its products through independent residential dealers, industrial distributors and dealers, national and regional retailers, e-commerce partners, electrical, HVAC, and solar wholesalers, catalogs, equipment rental companies and distributors, and solar installers, as well as directly to end users. The company was founded in 1959 and is headquartered in Waukesha, Wisconsin. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the Select 6 analysis, taking a checklist-style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Generac based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still a work in progress, and it's an opportunity to learn in public, so it will continue to improve and get better over time. With that said, let's get right into today's analysis. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. And there are two key reasons for this. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns. And these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. The second is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. So by looking for a benchmark of 14% or higher here, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. Above average returns on capital in all five of these years, they were pretty stable from 2018 to 2021, although they're now at the lowest that they've been throughout this time period in their most recent fiscal year that ended at the end of 2022. Overall, however, Generac is averaging about an 18% return on capital, so that's solidly above that 14% benchmark we're ideally looking for, and those returns are more than two and a half times better than those of a typical business, so this is a strong check to start things off here on metric number one for Generac. 
Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high-level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. This metric is going to be all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are going to be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. Over this time frame, Generax saw some pretty explosive growth in their business. Their revenues grew two and a half times over this period. The business also grew their net incomes as well. However, it's worth noting that their net incomes did not grow at the same rate that their revenues did so that their margins were actually coming down over this period. And then probably the most importantly is that the business was growing their free cash flows up until 2021. However, their free cash flows were negative in 2022. Looking at their cash flow statement, we can see that this is due to a change in their working capital because the company both had major changes in their inventories as well as changes to their accounts payable. So because of these changes, their free cash flows are down over this time frame. And so this is going to be an X here on metric number two. There have been quite a number of businesses that have had to write off their inventories within the last year. However, it's potentially a bit strange here for a company like Generac, which is making long lasting generators. So if you're interested in learning more about why the company was writing down these inventories, you would just ideally want to dig into the company's filings. You can read through some of the transcripts for their recent earnings call, in addition to reading through some of the company's other disclosures in order to understand these changes in their inventories in more depth. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at Generac on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth here over the last five years. Again, in our previous metric, we learned that Generac has grown their earnings over this time frame. However, we still want to look at what they've done in terms of their shares outstanding. Generac has slightly diluted shareholders throughout this period, issuing about 3% additional shares. Ideally, we don't like to see shareholder dilution in a business. However, Generac was trading at some of these sky-high valuations, and their stock price was up quite a bit from where it is today. This may not be the worst thing if the company was issuing some additional shares. While the business's stock was trading for such a high highly elevated price. Even still, this is just slight shareholder dilution, and so their earnings have grown faster than they've diluted their shareholders, meaning that their earnings per share are up over this time frame. And so this is a check here on metric number three for Generac. Next up for metric number four, we're looking for something very similar. So here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. Again, as we talked about, because of their change in inventories, as well as their change to their accounts payable, their free cash flows are down over this period. Combining that with their shareholder dilution, the company produced negative free cash flows per share in their most recent fiscal year. So their free cash flows have swung from being positive to now being negative. And so this is an X here on metric number four. To recap where we stand so far through our first four metrics, we're split evenly, two checks and two Xs for Generac. Next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing debt. So we don't want to be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are going to be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. So we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow the company has produced over the last five years. So Generac currently has $1.6 billion of net debt. And over this five-year time frame, the company has only produced $1.1 billion of free cash flow, meaning that it looks like the business is employing more leverage in their business than their free cash flows could support, especially with the company's free cash flows being negative in 2022 and with the business increasing their net debt position by about $700 million in the past year alone. This is going to be an X here on metric number five. This may or may not be as much of a potential concern as it would look like here. 
One thing that could shine some more light on the subject would be digging in and looking at the company's filings. The company will break out their debt profile in more detail, and they'll have information about when this debt matures, how it's structured, and what rates it's at. So depending on some of those factors, this can help you determine whether or not this is truly going to be an issue here for Generac or not. So again, currently through our first five metrics, we have two checks and three X's for Generac. Then for our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will potentially offer us a reasonable starting point for evaluation of the business, and it will potentially give us a slight risk premium compared to the yield of the 10-year treasury. Currently, Generac has a $10 billion total enterprise value, and we're utilizing their enterprise value here because it takes into account both the company's market cap and their net debt position, and it's going to give us a perspective of the business that's more similar to as if Generac were a private company. We learned in our previous metric that over the last five years, Generac has produced $1.1 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that in an average year, Generac produces about $220 million worth of free cash flow. So when we divide their $220 million of their average free cash flow by their $10 billion total enterprise value, that is only going to give us a 2.2% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield for Generac. That's coming in at a rate that's less than half of that 5% benchmark we're ideally looking for. And this is below the yield of the 10-year chart as well, meaning that this is going to be an X here on metric number six. It's also worth being aware of that in their most recent fiscal year, the company again had negative free cash flows. So they currently have a negative current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business. So just because the business is off here and this is an X on metric number six, doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to toss this business out in its entirety. This type of analysis is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And please keep in mind that this is just one of our six metrics. Even though these metrics are simple, when they're combined together, they can be very powerful. So they're meant to be taken in holistically, and we've still got some interesting aspects of Generac's business left to cover. Then everything we've covered so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Generac, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair intrinsic value for Generac. So a discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs are going to be sensitive to its inputs. Here we're starting with an average of Generac's free cash flows over the last three years to give us a more normalized perspective of the business's abilities to generate free cash flow. Then we're using historical growth assumptions for how the business has grown their free cash flows over over the last 10 years to grow these average free cash flows out into the future. So it's up to you to do your own homework here to determine whether or not these historical growth assumptions are going to be accurate and applicable going forward to give us a baseline projected estimate for Generac over the next 20 years. So if we assume that they grow their average free cash flows at a rate of about 7% annually for the next 10 years, and then use a terminal stage for the 10 years out after that, where their free cash flows only grow at a rate of 4% annually, if we add in the company's tangible book value, which gives us an approximation of the company's tangible net worth per share, and we were ideally seeking a 15% rate of return for Generac, then it looks like at today's current valuations, it looks like a potential fair value for Generac is just over $35 per share meaning that that would be down quite significantly from Generac's current stock price. So based off the assumptions we used here, which again, it really requires doing more work on, it looks like Generac would be trending toward being more overvalued at today's current valuations. Please keep in mind that there are reasons why this may not be potentially accurate and applicable going forward for the business, and that a discounted cash flow model is based off the overall predictability of a business's future free cash flows. While Generac may have free cash flows that have seemingly been more predictable than others in the past, this may not necessarily be the case going forward for the business. So again, if you're interested in the business, you would want to just dig in and learn more. 
So please be mindful of the fact that this type of analysis is not financial advice, it's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security, and before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. In just a minute, we'll talk about our summary for Generac, but we have to address something first. What are some of the qualitative aspects of this business, especially those that support the key points for either a potential long or a potential short thesis of Generac? Starting with some of the key points around a potential long thesis for Generac, Number one, Generac is well positioned to capitalize on an increasingly distributed electric grid. Number two, Generac is expanding into clean energy via acquisitions, representing a large and growing addressable market. And number three, Generac is the undisputed leader in home standby generators with over 70% market share. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis of the company, number one, Generac faces risks in integrating its numerous acquisitions into a cohesive product offering. Number two, Generac's success in the clean energy business is not guaranteed given it's competing against strong incumbents. And number three, Generac's home standby generator orders are highly reliant on power outage activity. So hopefully that offers a potentially balanced perspective around some of the key qualitative aspects of the business. Now it's time for our wrap up. So in summary, Generac checks the box on only two of our six metrics today. While the company is earning above average returns on capital coming in at about 18% over the last five fiscal years, and they have grown their revenues and their earnings over this time, their free cash flows are down due to big changes in their inventories and in their accounts payable. Generac has also slightly diluted shareholders over this time frame, and it looks like because their free cash flows were negative and the company has added on debt in their most recent fiscal year, that the company on both an average of their last five years of their free cash flow and based off of their current free cash flows would not be able to support their debt loads currently. Again, you would want to dig in to understand whether or not this is going to really be a problem for the business going forward. It also looks like the company was not offering us that risk premium that we're seeking in comparison to the yield of the 10-year treasury when we were looking at Generac's average free cash flow to their enterprise value. Just as a note, the company does not pay out dividends. And then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Generac. If you've done the work and you believe that those historical growth assumptions are going to be accurate and applicable going forward for the business, and you are ideally seeking a 15% risk of return from Generac, which is the rate of return that Warren Buffett is looking for from his investments in addition to his margin of safety requirements. Then from today's valuations of the business, it looks like a potential fair value for Generac is just slightly north of $35 per share. So that would be down quite significantly from the business's current stock price and down pretty far from the business's 52-week low as well. Again, there's fallibility in a discounted cash flow model, and it's very significantly based off of those assumptions that we used. So it may not be potentially accurate for this business. And so it's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. This analysis instead serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about Generac. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track, buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. 
These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can tailor your rating experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make research easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 119 bucks. That's just 33 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but if you use my link, it's 50% off. So check it out if you're interested. So through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of the business, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonably appropriate intrinsic value for Generac will be. So as a value investor, you're ultimately trying to conduct this research as if you're going to own 100% of a business, and you can truly understand the ins and outs of the company, learning about the business accurately and completely, and then going back and asking yourself, what did you miss in order to come to the underlying essence of the business? So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Generac Holdings, Inc., ticker symbol GNRC. Again, we looked at the business today as both a subscriber request and because Generac is a business that's been a recent purchase among a number of value investors in the fourth quarter of 2022. So there may be potential aspects about the business that aren't showing up in their financials here that could be potentially interesting. So I'm happy to make this beginning analysis of Generac. And if you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Generac with me, and have a great day.